Hi guys, welcome to another exciting episode of Startup Couches. If you are joining us for the first time, thank you so much for joining. Get comfortable. Make sure to follow these founder conversations on our Twitter at Startup Couches. On today's episode, I'm really, really excited to have Savas. Savas is the founder of Stomp Kids. Welcome to the couch, man. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So how's your day been? How's your day been so far? Uh, it's pretty good, actually. Thank you for asking. Uh, how is yours? Oh, mine has been okay, too. Mine has been okay. So um, jumping right into it, today we're going to learn all we can about Storm Kit. So what is Storm Kit? And can you tell us how it works? Yes, sure. Uh, briefly, it's a deployment platform for uh, for Jamstack websites and uh, Node.js applications. So you could um, connect your application through uh, any uh, Git provider like GitLab, GitHub, or Bitbucket, and uh, we build the application for you and we serve it uh, on our uh, on our hosting service. So it's it's similar to Netlify and Vercel. Oh, okay. Um, that's that's really cool. Thank you. That's really really cool. And so, um, what kinds of people already use StormKit today? Like, what what are the kinds of or, or the types of developers I would say that use StormKit today? Um, um, can you kind of explain your customer segment? Yes, sure. Um, so. Right now, there are already uh, big players in the space. Like, uh, as, as mentioned, Vercel and Netlify, they're great products. Uh, they have a lot of users. But we, uh, what we wanted uh, to offer to our users is b- basically flexibility, which means uh, users using StormKit don't have to uh, use our hosting service, so they can deploy their applications directly to their uh, own providers. So this is very useful for especially uh, customers that are looking for um, hosting providers with uh, cheaper bandwidth options or uh, GDPR concerns, or even, for instance, we have some customers uh, who uses who use uh, StormKit just for deployment because they want to have full control over their uh, served assets. And uh, they basically, they use uh, in production, they use their own system, but for development, uh, they use StormKit. Mm. So uh, we kind of uh, differentiate in this sense. Um, Customers would like to have more um, freedom on choosing what platform to to host their application uh, are, are using StormKit. Okay, so basically, um, developers who want more freedom, who want more control over things like their served assets, um, you know, being able to host things themselves or, you know, host with StormKit, that whole, basically having a strong flexibility layer on top of, you know, um, what other players already provide is what sets you apart. Exactly, exactly. That's, uh, That's correct. Oh, that's that's really really amazing. So, um, how far have you been running Storm Kids, and how would you describe the growth so far? Um, so it's been, I think it's been three years now that I started the prototype. Uh, when I started the first prototype, um, it was, um, either two thousand nineteen uh, or eighteen. I don't remember well. Uh, but yeah, it's been three years. Uh, so it should be two thousand nineteen. 
Um, and initially, I was the only developer until uh, recently, um, where I have right now I have a co-founder. He's also a technical co-founder. So we're two people. Uh, this is actually a bootstrap company. Uh, we are um, running uh, Stormgate with our own resources. Uh, we don't have any VC investment. Um, so, so far it was, the, the journey was a bit difficult uh, on my side because developing such a tool, it's, it's, a, very, it's, it's a very complex tool, uh, Stormkit. So, um, yeah. developing it all by myself, it taught me a lot of things. And now that I have this uh, co-founder on board, um, he's, uh, he's, he, he's, um, he, he's, he's been so great so far. Uh, we, we did a lot of things. Uh, and in the last six months... Hi, Savas. Yes, do you hear me? Yes, I hear you now. Please carry on. Um, yes. Where did you uh, lost... Oh, we're talking about your co-founder and how he's been great. Yes, okay, awesome. So um, in the last six months, uh, we did a lot of uh, improvements on our uh, infrastructure. So that's now uh, we feel ready uh, to do marketing and then to uh, talk about Stormkit more. Uh, openly, so that uh, because we 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 are we're confident that the infrastructure can now scale up uh, pr- pretty good. Um, so this is this is the progress so far. Uh, we have uh, around two thousand users uh, using Stormkit. Uh, oh, wow. With um, with very little uh, marketing effort so far, um, and um, and we have uh, some paying customers as well. Uh, so that's that's actually um, pretty good for uh, like it's. It, it makes us happy. Let's put it that way. That's actually really amazing. You know, having 2,000 people using Stomp Kids is actually really, really huge. So I would like to say congrats. Thank you. Uh, I, I I really, really like the, the, you know, the tenacity of actually building and bootstrapping a business for this long. I think that's pretty amazing. So um, what are the plans for the future? Are you looking to transition into a VC-backed business? Because now you're looking to get more people to use, you're, getting, you're looking to get seriously into marketing the product. So um, what is the plan You know, for the rest of this year? Are you looking to also raise money? Um, that's that's a very good question. We are. Uh, I'm currently having uh, some um, some meetings with with, with, with different VCs. Uh, apparently, uh, we've been more visible uh, in the last few weeks, so uh, the number of VCs approaching has also increased. Hmm. Um, so, the idea was always with my co-founder was always um, to bootstrap uh, Stormkit. So, um, we initially we we didn't want uh, VC money uh, because that's a different path. It's a different business model, yep. and uh, there are very successful companies uh in the space that are bootstrapped and are, are doing pretty well uh without without any uh investment um for, for instance plausible or bunny cdn uh as far as i know these companies are all um bootstrapped and this is the path that we would actually like to t- take uh to grow Stormkit organically um and uh, to have more freedom on our on our on our product, but at the same time, I'm also um, uh, meeting with uh, with VCs uh, because we're not we're not close uh, to to opportunities. So, if so, what we're looking for is is actually smart money. If there's a VC that can facilitate uh, networking for us, because right now our visibility is limited, so if we can uh, somehow talk about uh, Stormkit 
more openly and easier. And there is a VC that facilitates this for, for, for us. Um, we, we're also open to um, to discussions. So this this is basically right now. Um, we prefer boot, being bootstrapped, but if there is a very good opportunity, uh, why not? Okay, all right, that makes sense. I I, I think I like that. I like that a lot. Um, and so so far, you were when you were talking about Storm Kids and how we all started, you talked about a lot of lessons you've learned on the way. Could you share some of these lessons with us? Yes, uh, sure. Um, I um, it's been tough again, uh, like working alone alone on, on, on a product uh, for so long requires a lot of uh, self-motivation. Um, so what I've, I, in the past, I had two startup uh, initiatives. Um, one was like when I was 19 years old. Uh, it was basically, uh, it was uh, an online uh, grocery service so you could uh, order food uh, directly from the from the from the groceries close to your uh, flat and we worked on it for two years it didn't work um, we also partnered with the, with a big company I was living in Turkey by then um, and but things didn't work and after two years uh, another startup like like what I did at that time uh, emerged and now they're valued around 10 billion or something like that it's that that was the recent valuation so the 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 lesson here was um, that consistency is definitely if you have an idea if you believe in that idea being consistent i think it's uh it's it's one of the key for 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 the success for for stormkit for instance i've been working on this for uh, for three years and at, at some point i was Obviously, I, I, I lost motivation uh, because the, the, the players are very strong. Uh, being alone is is difficult per se. So, um, but after all, I, I always believed the, the, the vision and the idea. So I kept going on. Mm. And now I see that um, uh, things are starting to move uh, faster. So, but until now, like uh, in these two years uh, before uh, before my co-founder joined, for instance, it was very slow. Yeah. But the more you be consistent, uh, the fast. It's it's like um, how to say it's like um, an an an, an um, avalanche, if that's the how we pronounce the word. When uh, you know the snow, it starts gathering sm- sl- uh, s- small, but then it gets uh, bigger and then fast. So the startups are like this. Uh, it, it requires passion uh, and consistency. Yeah. This is the, the, the lesson that I learned um, working on, on StormKit. Yeah, that's actually really, really amazing. You know, um, patience and consistency. These are two strong, um, I would say, habits, two strong things that if you actually zoom into and you're trying to do something for the long run, it will mm-hmm. actually beneficial for you right you yeah. helps and it helps you to keep staying self-motivated or just keep staying motivated I, I i think that's great i like the fact that now you're also working together with someone you know the co-founder i think that kind of eases up a lot of things mm-hmm. you probably hadn't even imagined it would be made easier for you 
would actually get easier for you just by you know working as a team so i like that part i really like that part a lot so um my next question is what are the few challenges you face today you know um running storm kids trying to get more mainstream trying to get it more in the out um apart from the technical challenges um but yeah let me first uh, mention the technical challenges that we uh, faced recently because um I, I mentioned that there was this scalability problem uh in the past and we sold it so that that was very interesting because um if so when you build a node application, uh, NPM, it eats a lot of uh, memory. It consumes a lot of uh, memory. So it's, it's, it's resource intensive. And yeah. StormKit needs to build in parallel. It needs to build a lot of deployments at the same time. So this requires a lot of resources. But since this is a bootstrap company and we're paying uh, the bills out of from our pocket, uh, we didn't have the resource to just uh, spin up hundreds of um, hundreds of um, machines and keeping keeping them stale uh, because this this was very costly so this was the biggest challenge that we had in the past uh, but now we found a solution which basically uh, gives us technically speaking infinitely uh, scaling but also uh, right now as it is it, it gives us 200 times more uh, concurrent uh, builds power um, and it's way cheaper in the, in, in the sense of uh, resources. So this was the biggest challenge, te- technical challenge that we had. But apart from that, um, another challenge is obviously if you're a new player in the, in, in, in the field and there are already existing players, how do you convince people uh, to come and try your, your product? Uh, because brand image, it's, it's, it's very important. Uh, it definitely is one criteria when customers are, cho- are, are choosing your, your product. And um, that's the biggest challenge that we have right now. We need to be more active uh, in the space, maybe attend conferences, uh, speak, be more vocal about StormKit, uh, publish more articles uh, and help. And we're, by the way, we are also uh, considering open sourcing StormKit. So making it as a, I'm sorry, there's a construction here. I I hope it's not so uh, loud. No, it's not, it's not. Okay, awesome. we are also considering open sourcing uh, StormKit oh, wow. and uh, making it uh, an alternative service so that uh, people can also contribute to, to StormKit. And uh, we did this so far with the, with the front end. Uh, it's, it's, it's open source and there are users asking for open sourcing the backend as well so that they can continue to contribute on the, on the, on the backend side. Um, so maybe this would help us um, overcoming our challenges of visibility uh, and trust because if they see the the code source code uh, it's easier to uh, to convince uh, customers yeah yeah that's really really amazing um and on that note i would like to say thank you so so much Savas, for coming on the couch i think this has been a very very interesting conversation what do you thank think? you definitely thanks for having me yeah and for everyone listening um, and you are curious about StormKit, just check out stormkit.io today and you could get started with managing um, your front-end infrastructure, um, immediately deploying, running, hosting, testing your apps.
you know and you could literally connect them directly from like bitbucket github gitlab whatever you're using so make sure to check out stonekit today and make sure to subscribe make sure to share this episode with your friends if you liked it and remember to always follow these conversations on our twitter at startup coaches so until next time see ya